Hello everybody, this is Fabio from Stolaroid Stories. I usually tell stories on this podcast. I usually tell my own stories or I invite people to tell stories. But given what's going on right now in Ukraine, um, I feel I feel I should spend a couple of words about about this. I was supposed to tell you a story today that was that was my plan but um I then remembered when I went my fir- my first day of high school it was a day I will always remember because it was the day the twin towers collapsed it was the day of the uh it was 9/11 okay it was 9/11 and that was my first day in high school i was 14 i went to school and when i when i went back home i saw the news i saw the the horrible news on tv and of course i was shocked the whole world was shocked but um the next day when i went to school again it was my second day none of my teachers talked about this none of my teachers talked about what had happened the, the day before to me that was that was unbelievable 3000 people died on 9/11 and we were just having our lessons as if nothing nothing had, had happened and i think my teachers made a big mistake there and because now i'm a teacher i feel we we can't we can't ignore what's happening right now so um this is why this is a kind of special episode i also have i'm doing this also because i have an emotional connection with ukraine i have friends in ukraine i have colleagues in kiev and um i also have family members they're not Mm, they're not um close family members but my cousin my cousin is married to Elena Elena is an Ukrainian girl who's my age she's 34 she's pregnant right now she lives here in Italy she lives 100 kilometers from where i live and um her parents are in Ukraine so i imagine being pregnant and having your parents there in 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 a country that's been invaded so well when i saw the news when i saw the news i immediately thought about these people i immediately thought about my cousin elena her parents my colleagues there's mary she's an english teacher she's in kiev right now and uh, i thought about her i thought about my my um business coach because stolaroid is is my little project is my little business project and um my business coach i have a, a coach who's helping me with this is from ukraine she lives in america her name is elena mutonano and um i thought about her as well i thought about all the people from the ukraine i have students who listen to to this podcast both from russia and from 
Ukraine. So I'm I'm think all I'm thinking about here is 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 these people. These people. I'm not I'm not thinking about politics. I'm not thinking about whether we should start, we should um intervene, whether the the US, you know, I'm not interested in politics here. All I'm thinking about is the real people and people that I know. People that I know personally. And I I feel worried. I feel worried for them. What makes me angry though, because I also feel angry. I feel angry because the thing is war is never if you start a war, if you're a world leader and you start a war, it's never because you care about your people. If you care about your people, you would never you would never bring your country into a war. You would never start it. Never. And what makes me even angrier is the fact that the people who decide who make these big decisions, the people who decide to invade another country, they are always sitting on a chair in a big palace giving orders. They don't care about civilians. They don't care about even their army. They don't even care about their soldiers because you would never send your troops, your people to war. You would never do that if you cared about them. So, that said, I just want to share what I, what I'm, what's going on in my mind these days. I'm also thinking, is it possible to live in a world with no war? Is that possible? Or is that utopia? Is that something that we will never achieve? Because I'm also thinking that we're all animals. And animals, they fight for their territories. They, they, they kill each other. So maybe we're just animals who, at the end of the day, we, you know, at, at the end of the day, we will always kill each other. So war is part of who we are. So this is one thing that I'm thinking. And the other thing is, well, maybe it is possible. Maybe it is possible. Maybe it's not th this unachievable um, idea that we, that we have living in a world without, without war. And I want to leave you with what Gino, Stra Gino Strada said in 2015. Gino Strada is, actually Gino Strada was because he died last year in August. Gino Strada was an Italian war surgeon. He was a human rights activist, peace activist, and he, is the founder, he was the founder of Emergency, which is a recognized international non-governmental organization. He was a, um, a war surgeon who was in war zones taking care of people, taking care of civilians who maybe um, they, they were wounded, of soldiers. He was there in hospitals. He uh, built hospitals with emergency and he saw the atrocities of war. So in 2015, he said this. Let's listen. Let's listen to Gino. War, just like deadly diseases, has to be prevented and cured. Violence is not the right medicine. It does not cure the disease. It kills the patient. The abolition of war is the first indispensable step in this direction. 
we may call it utopia, as this never occurred before. However, the term utopia does not designate something absurd, but rather a possibility that still has to be explored and accomplished. Many years ago, even the abolition of slavery seemed utopian. In the 18th century, the possession of slaves was deemed as normal. A mass movement gathering hundreds of millions of citizens over the years, decades, and centuries changed the perception of slavery. Today, we repel the idea of human beings chained and reducing to slavery. That utopia became true. A world without war is another utopia that we cannot wait any longer to see materialized. We must convince millions of people to abo that abolishing war is urgently needed and achievable. This must penetrate deeply in our consciousness until the idea of war becomes a taboo expelled from the human culture and from the human history. So, I want to believe that war is like a disease, okay? One day, one day, we will find a cure and we will eradicate this, this virus. We will get rid of this virus. Until that day, um, just be kind. That's all, that's all we can do. Just be kind to each other. That's it. That's it. This is all I have to... That's, th this is all I have to say today. Um, if you are in Ukraine, think about something positive. Try to think about something positive. There, there's always something positive you can think about. And um, I, I'm not in the position of giving you advice. I, 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 I don't know. I don't know because I wouldn't know what to do if my country was being invaded by, by another country. If you're Russian... And uh, I know that some Russian people right now are feeling ashamed. Please don't, because you're not responsible for what your, your politicians have decided. If you're an English teacher or a language teacher in general, if you teach French, Italian, whatever, and you want to help Mary, my colleague in Kiev, she's got a wonderful book on Amazon. Um, it's about, this is, this is the title, How to Reduce Your Time Preparing for Online Classes and Prevent Emotional Burnout. Mary is safe in Kiev right now, but um, she's lost income. She's lost income due to the current situation. So all her students have cancelled um, their lessons and buying this book would help her and would help you because you will find a lot of tips on how to prepare or how to prepare classes. Um, I will post the link in the description of this episode. Stay safe everybody and try to help the Ukrainian people in any way you can. Bye guys. Bye bye.